0: My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Undoubtedly, the largest and most consequential political scandal in uh, recent American history, perhaps modern American history, we'll see how it plays out, is the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. It is the bloody glove, so to speak, of the OJ trial of politics. It is the most bombshell piece of political evidence on planet Earth, and it has been in the hands of the FBI for about four years now. Well, what have they done with it? What has anyone really done with it? Well, they've castigated it as Russian disinformation. They've told you you're not allowed to talk about it or even mention it. You can get ripped off Twitter. You can get ripped down from social media just for talking about it until now. Recently, it has been verified as 100% true by multiple corporate media outlets who have, I personally believe, a very different agenda here. I think they're trying to get rid of Joe Biden. But Joe Biden and his criminality and some of the Horrifying details revealed of the Biden crime family on the laptop, Uh, Joe Biden may just be getting rid of himself. Who knows? The web is being unwound and the person who started this thread, the person who dropped the original bombshells and was right all along. Miranda Devine of the New York Post joins us now. Miranda, thank you so very much for being on the program. The author of Laptop from Hell, The Secrets of Hunter Biden's Laptop Revealed. You are the person with whom we put a nickel in the jar every morning and say, Miranda was right. (laughs) Ching, Miranda was right. Miranda was (laughs) right. Because you have not been wrong on this issue. And now it seems like the entire corporate world, corporate press, it seems like the side of history now, you are on that side and everyone's joining you. What are the most recent revelations in the laptop saga? Um, and what can we expect recently from your reporting?
1: Look, I think probably the, the most significant um, Uh, development is that we now know that the grand jury in Delaware that's been investigating Hunter Biden for four years for um, various offences such as tax evasion and money laundering and um, sort of foreign uh, lobbying violations, all to do with his international uh, influence peddling scheme, um, that grand jury has started to ask people, witnesses, about the big guy. They are asking who is the big guy? And uh, we know from Hunter's former business partner Tony Bobolinsky that the big guy is Joe Biden. Uh, that was the way that Hunter used to refer to his father. Uh, that was um, the the identity of the person who was accorded ten percent of a of a, a joint venture deal with China. Um, that was 10% for the big guy, that was 10% for Joe Biden. And um, so that's significant because what it's telling you is that the Delaware investigators are pulling on the threads of Hunter's business dealings. And as soon as you do that, at the other end is the president of the United States.
0: Mm -hmm. Your most recent article and column reflected that. Do you believe that Tony Bobulinski will be called in to testify?
1: Look, I, I think he ought to. Um, I mean, he's given. Um, he's he's probably the most credible and the most um, public, anyway, uh, most credible of the public people we know that have. Uh, mm-hmm. Have got knowledge of uh, this this influence peddling scheme, um, and he came out before the um, 2020 election, just a few days after we published our first story uh, from the laptop, um, an email showing that um, you know one of Joe B- one of Hunter Biden's business partners, his Ukrainian benefactor from that corrupt energy company Burisma, was thanking Hunter for introducing him to his father, the Vice President in Washington DC. Um, so Tony Bobulinski, uh handed over a whole lot of his material, the contents of his devices, including um, what's not on the laptop, but which is WhatsApp messages, encrypted messages, which he had with Hunter. And a lot of his material, which I have uh, and I used in the book, is um, overlaps with the material on the laptop, but it also augments it, especially with those WhatsApp messages and some documents. So... That material, um, and Tony Bobolinsky, being a you know a, a self-made businessman, a successful uh, person in his own right, and also a former naval veteran um, and from a line of navy veterans, um, he has a lot of credibility. so I am, You know, I mean, I would have thought that the grand jury would want to hear from him, even though we know that they have that six hours of FBI testimony that he gave in 2020. Um, You would expect that they would want to hear from him. And maybe, as I said, they're saving the best
0: till last. Mm -hmm. Can you crack open this laptop? Because there seems to be, of course, an inordinate amount of disinformation out there about the laptop misinformation it seems to have been an entire operation around discrediting the laptop which of course we just can't state it enough you have been right every step of the way and it took an enormous amount of bravery to do this and we just thank you for that thank you can you crack open this laptop for our listeners and viewers and explain what are the most damaging items inside of it from your perspective
1: Look, the, I guess what you need to understand about the laptop is this complete mess. You know, this is um, uh, this covers nine years of Hunter Biden's life when he was a, um, a raging crack addict, uh, sex addict, you know, hooker addict, um, traveling all around the world, uh, had a whole lot of um, balls in the air that he was, you know, the front man uh, representing the Biden family, traveling to Kazakhstan and you know, China and uh, Romania and various places around the world, and um, was sort of being wined and dined by Russian oligarchs. And he flew into Moscow and had breakfast at the in the home of, of one of Vladimir Putin's sort of right-hand oligarchs. Um, he flew into uh, Beijing, um, as we know, in 2013 on Air Force Two with his father, um, uh, and and did a. a A deal um, there, which was uh, 10% of a private equity fund, uh, a part owned by the Bank of China. Um, And uh, and Joe Biden went and shook hands with his partner there in Beijing. So um, I guess the most obvious uh, incriminating material on the laptop when it comes to Joe Biden, who's really the important person. I mean, my book is about not about Hunter Biden, a crack addict. It's really about Joe Biden and this entire um, family influence peddling scheme that he really started four decades ago in Delaware
0: and just internationalized when he became vice president. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look. Uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated, and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold, they've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. But
1: there's just... So many instances that are catalogued on the laptop, but also Tony Bobolinsky tells us, of Joe Biden meeting with Hunter's Overseas Business Partners. He had that meeting in Beijing. He met them multiple times uh, in Washington, D.C. He met uh, Chinese. He met Russians. He met Ukrainians. He met Kazakhstanis. Uh, He met Mexicans, I think I mentioned, um, and he invited them to his own home at the Naval Observatory, the vice president's uh, official residence. He met them uh, at least once at a dinner that Hunter organized at an Italian restaurant called Cafe Milano in Georgetown. Uh, where he met multiple of these business partners and he denied it. You know, during the campaign, Joe Biden said he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. Well, he did know about them. He was involved in them. He was the product being sold and he met these people to, uh, you know, um, glad hand them and show that he was, the product that they were buying, which was his influence and power around the world. And particularly in the countries as vice president, that he was tasked by President Obama to be in charge of, to be the point man for. And uh, millions of dollars flowed into the bank accounts of Hunter Biden, his uncle Jim Biden, who's Joe Biden's younger brother, also involved, uh, and also their other business partners. And... um, uh, you know, that, that money, there is a lot of evidence of it on the laptop, uh, bank bank statements and so on, um, but probably the most comprehensive money trail of one aspect of uh, this uh, sort of family grift uh, was presented by um, uh, Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson, the Republican senators who investigated Hunter Biden's corruption, particularly to do with Burisma, uh, and they found a whole lot of Treasury Department official documents which um Uh, so-called suspicious activity reports that banks are required to file with the Treasury Department if there is money coming into American bank accounts that they think could be suspect or from suspect corrupt sources. And there were 150 of those suspicious activity reports that we've heard so far um, uh, to do with Hunter Biden and Jim Biden. Uh, So, um, you know, probably the most disturbing um, deal that was being done is one that really would seem to compromise the then vice president, now president. And that was with this Chinese energy company, CEFC. And um, the the Biden family was entering into a joint venture with them uh, and um, that they were paid, uh, Hunter and his uncle were paid around five, $6 million from CEFC. In 2017, but and, and another family friend was paid six million dollars in 2017, and that sort of used to say, "Oh, well, Joe Biden was already out of office. Who cares?" No, that money was paid for the work that they had done, and which is uh, itemized on the laptop in 2015 and 2016, in the last two years of Joe Biden's uh, vice presidency. What they were doing was. Working on behalf of CFC, which is not just a company, it is the capitalist arm of China's Belt and Road Initiative, which is President Xi's baby. It is his imperialist. Push to basically take over the world, to become, uh, to overtake America as the world's uh, economic superpower. To tie up all these developing countries in debt traps, to buy up their national natural resources, um, you know, rare earths like lithium and so on that are needed in, for instance, electric cars and those batteries, um, and also to buy infrastructure. And so this was uh, something very detrimental to America's national interest and yet here was Joe Biden and his family uh, being joint venture partners with CEFC and being paid after Joe Biden left, but for work that they did during Joe Biden's vice presidency, and that is pretty damning
0: and quite frightening. Was Joe Biden not overseeing Chinese policy for the United States at this
1: time? Exactly. He was the point man for China, and so when he flew into Beijing in 2013, on Air Force Two with his son Hunter, he was there to do crucial work on behalf of the United States and its allies in uh, in that part of the world um, to stop China from militarizing these islands in the South China Sea, which now are such a threat to you know whether it be Taiwan, Japan, Australia. Um, and uh, he also was supposed to stop China from stealing America's intellectual property, Um, And he did neither of those things. He came away empty handed from that meeting with President Xi Jinping. His son came away with 10% of a private equity fund that was worth two and a half billion dollars or had two and a half billion dollars under management by 2019. It wasn't worth that, but that's how much money they had invested. Um, So A very lucrative business for Hunter and the family. And you also have to understand that not only did Joe Biden meet with these people and was aware and facilitated Hunter doing private business using Air Force Two and other public uh, perks of his vice presidential office, um, he also uh, had commingled finances with Hunter Biden, evidence of shared bank accounts, um, evidence of shared debit cards, and also that Hunter was paying some of the bills. There's some evidence, not a lot, but there is a little evidence that Hunter was expected to pay Joe Biden's bills. Um, there was maintenance and upkeep on his home in one of his homes in Delaware, You know, building a retaining wall painting, fixing shutters, replacing air conditioning in a cottage on the grounds. Um, Also, there was a monthly AT&T phone bill uh, that Hunter was paying for Joe. So um, all of this put together, um, certainly there is circumstantial evidence that Joe Biden was intimately involved in this family influence peddling scheme in which he and his influence and power were the product that Uh, countries around the world oligarchs shady characters were willing to pay millions of dollars to buy that influence
0: what's the first thing you do in the morning i know it's a personal question but i think it's relevant the first thing i do is roll over and look at my phone you probably are like millions and millions of americans and you check in on your favorite websites apps your favorite creators and what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there they were deleted and erased on the internet This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it. RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to american values and free speech they're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture and they're even helping bring president trump back online by hosting truth social so move your site your domain anything that you value online to rightforge.com the real american internet go to rightforge.com now to get started support a company that supports free speech and more importantly supports you your right to speak as an american rightforge.com. Go now. It is remarkable to see some of the most discredited journalists in the country suddenly come to your side and say Miranda was right after all. Michael Isikoff over at Yahoo News did this this week, asking if there should be a counterintelligence report, a counterintelligence operation on Hunter Biden, given the fact that the CEFC principal is a Chinese spy, presumably, uh, or at least in arms as at least an arms dealer and somebody who was detained and I believe charged by our own justice system, yet the Biden name was left out of all those charging documents. Nobody ever mentioned the fact that Hunter Biden was representing this man. Is this, am I going insane? Is this, this is actually real? That's
1: correct. Absolutely correct. Uh, In in the Patrick Ho case, where he was arrested by the Southern District of New York at JFK Airport, um, he was uh, a senior guy in CEFC and um, he was arrested for bribing um, United Nations, uh, some African nations, um, and uh, he was convicted and then expelled, what he called deported, uh, went, went went away. But after he was arrested, the whole of the CEFC enterprise fell apart. So um, at that point was a crucial uh, stage in CEFC was just about to do this, um, the biggest uh, multi-billion dollar deal to buy a big chunk of the Russian state-owned energy company Rosneft. This was President Xi and Vladimir Putin meeting uh, to... Uh, join forces. And Vladimir Putin was reluctant, but he'd been sort of forced into China's arms because of some uh, pretty heavy sanctions that were placed on Russia after the downing of that Malaysian Airlines plane over Ukraine. So uh, President Xi, energy poor country, lots of money, uh, decides to um, buy this chunk of Rosneft. CEFC was brokering this. Hunter Biden, the crackhead, and his bumbling uncle Jim Biden were right in the center of that. They knew, I mean, their WhatsApp messages about Hunter knowing that, you know, Director Zhang, who's the number two at CFC, is just about to meet Vladimir Putin. Um, You know, he's, he's in this, he's meeting uh, the head of CFC, um, a guy called Chairman Yi, in his um, multi, you know, I think $50 million penthouse in the limestone Jesus on um, West 57th street in in Manhattan. Um, And uh, you know, he's flying around the world meeting these people. He's involved in this sort of geopolitical bombshell that is so detrimental to America's interests. Now, when Patrick Ho was arrested, CFC collapsed, basically. Mm. Um, Chairman Ye Hunter's mate, Disappeared, believed murdered. Hunter believes he was murdered or assassinated in China, uh, and CFC collapsed. The Rosneft deal collapsed, and Russia, China had to pay Russia, I think around two hundred million dollars compensation, and uh, that probably all happened because Donald Trump got into office and the China hawks in his administration. had so had uh, including jeff sessions then the attorney general and basically issued instructions to all law enforcement uh, agencies in the country to start wrapping up these chinese influence mongers and um, and uh, and i'm assuming that uh, cuz shortly after the southern district was given that memo by jeff sessions uh, patrick ho was was arrested um so but you know it, it the 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 high level that hunter biden was was involved in, in both the Chinese Communist Party and the inner sanctum of President Xi, meeting President Xi himself, and the inner sanctum of Vladimir Putin, all those oligarchs. Um, he was mixing in very high circles. He was mixing with very shady characters. He was flying to Monte Carlo. He was flying to Lake Como. He was flying to Shanghai and Hong Kong and meeting these people, being wined and dined by, uh, you know, Chinese uh, Billionaires connected with President Xi being given, you know, plied with prostitutes and all sorts of delicacies. Like I was told the other day, um, some delicacy they were given in—I think it was in Shanghai—in um, a private club. Um, it was dove saliva that's uh, like gelatinous. Apparently, it's absolutely disgusting, but it's a, an incredibly rich delicacy in China. So that was what was happening to Hunter, and he was a—he was a crack addict in his own admission. Uh, and his father was involved in this. He was being apprised of what Hunter was doing. Hunter was telling him. Hunter was calling him. Hunter was inviting him to meet his um, his partners. This is a story, it's not just about corruption, it's beyond Joe Biden. It is about particularly China infiltrating uh, and, and running these influence operations in the various highest echelons of America's um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hierarchy of its its leadership. And uh, they obviously saw the Biden family as being grifters, as being venal, and as being the weak link. And, uh, and h- who knows? Um, I think that the grand jury is starting to look at that, but um, uh, it's a story that um, we really need to get to the bottom of because now Joe Biden is the president.
0: Yes. A couple extra granular details yeah. here. Joe Biden is a president dealing with a... Um, a militant Russia that is committing all manner of horrible acts in Ukraine. It's obviously terrible what is happening to the innocent civilians there. This is happening at the behest of the Russian military at the control of Vladimir Putin, whom has a very close ally that deposited three and a half million dollars into Hunter Biden's bank account. Nobody's quite sure where that went or why is, is this correct? Yes.
1: um, Up to a point. I mean, Elena Baccherina is an oligarch, richest woman in Russia. At the time that she deposited that $3.5 million into um, the business account of Rosemont Seneca that uh, Hunter Biden and his partner, Devin Archer, had founded, she was actually an exile from Russia. She was living in London. And um, in fact, she invested about $118 some odd million dollars in another one of their entities, Rosemont Realty, which really Hunter didn't have much to do with. I mean. This business was being done, uh, and some of it was legitimate. Um, by Hunter's business partners, he had several business partners, um, and Hunter was really uh, just there as the sort of halo effect, the Biden name. So he would just be wheeled in, uh, you know, to some meeting overseas, so that and get his dad on the phone and just say, you know, I, the Biden family is behind this. It legitimizes this. This you know, this deal. Um, and so that's really all he did. He would, he would really probably have no idea about, um, the, the the real estate that Elena Baccherina was legitimately buying in the United States all over the country. Um, but that three and a half million is unusual. Um, that's separate from the 118 and no one really knows where that money went. It may have just gone into the pot, um, to buy the real estate. Um, but, Hunter Biden's lawyer, George Nazeer, swears blind that he did not benefit from that.
0: It is possible that Russian oligarch money and money from the Communist Party of China went to pay Joe Biden's mortgage.
1: Absolutely. Or at least the renovations on his house and his phone bill. That's what we have evidence for.
0: Our audience, who's who's watching or listening, uh, to this podcast is, is screaming right now, asking what will happen? What, where, when will the coil tighten around Joe Biden? And, and, and is that possible here? Perhaps you could illuminate. Oh, I
1: Look, know. I think it's already happening. And I think that's the reason that the New York times and the Washington post and CNN and NBC and so on have started to um, address this story and and admit that the laptop is real now 18 months after we broke the story in the New York Post. Um, But I I think because they're they're starting to understand that the grand jury is, as I said, pulling on that thread that leads to Joe Biden, they're starting to realise that these charges uh, being investigated against um, or allegations being investigated against Hunter Biden are serious and um, that they need to get out and ahead of the story. I'm sure that this is, oh, I mean, we had Doug Schoen the other day talking about uh, the Democratic Party's misgivings. They're starting to get the jitters about this grand jury. And um, so that's, that's partly why they're trying to get out ahead of it and then cauterise and quarantine off Joe Biden from the bomb that is, You know, looks like it'll be exploding uh, from the grand jury at some point in the future. Um, And and it's not just Hunter Biden. Jim Biden is also being investigated separately. So um, they're trying to say that Joe Biden knew nothing about it. That's the new imperative, the new narrative. But after the midterms, if, as the Republicans expect, they win back control of the House and the Senate, they are vowing to do serious investigations. And once they start subpoenaing witnesses, I mean, you know, one of the first people that you would subpoena, I have been told by a very sound uh, former prosecutor, um, would be, for instance, the Secret Service agents, um, recently retired, one of them, um, who uh, went to Hunter Biden's uh, California hotel room, a Hollywood hotel room where he was on another drug bender and where he just paid a prostitute um, uh, you know I think it ends up being $125,000 by accident on several debit cards um, because the debit card wasn't working or maybe she was trying to rip him off who knows um, but a whole lot of money went out of the bank accounts and the secret service agents uh, knocked on his door and said to him in text messages um, you have to answer the door because uh, that account is linked to Celtic. And now Celtic, or I, think, I don't know if you call it Celtic or Celtic, um, is the, was the uh, code name for Joe Biden. So you would subpoena those Secret Service guys and say, what were you talking about? Why were you so anxious? Who called you? Did you talk to Joe Biden? Um, you know, what was that all about? Um, they know a lot. The Secret Service agents who allegedly went to the um, the gun shop in Delaware where Hunter Biden had yes. uh, bought a gun, um, lied on the uh, background check form when he said that he didn't take drugs because there's evidence on the laptop that shows he was totally taking drugs at that time, um, you know, a crack. Um, and so the Secret Service agents who, after Hunter's uh, girlfriend, in fact, his uh, or his sister-in-law, the widow of his brother, who he was having an affair with, um, she had thrown his new gun in a a public uh, refuse bin um, outside a local shopping centre opposite a school. And um, then when they tried to find it, the local police came, the state police came, the FBI came, and the Secret Service somehow managed to go to the gun shop and ask for that background check form, the original. And to his great credit, the owner of the gun shop said, no, I, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm required by law to hang on to it. So um, the Secret Service has denied that they did that. Um, and they've denied having anything to do with uh, with bailing Hunter out of numerous scrapes, um, but you would subpoena them and see if that's true. And, you know, you'd subpoena all Hunter's business partners and Bob Walensky and so on, um, and you'd subpoena bank records. Um, I'm assuming that this is what's being done in the grand jury, but we don't know. I think it would be very beneficial to have that publicly on the record and then... They would impeach Joe Biden. And I think, again, that is important because there has to be accountability. And, uh, you know, it's influence peddling is a disease in Washington, D.C. It's endemic. It's in both parties. Uh, Joe Biden just, uh, I guess, did it better and bigger than anyone else. Um, But also it threatens our national security. You know, it's it's people just go, oh, it's corruption. Corruption always exists. No, this is corruption and bribery at the highest level that really um, allows China a backdoor into the country.
0: So you believe that the impeachment of Joe Biden could be predicate on this laptop and the unraveling of the influence peddling. At, were laws broken? Can you Can you examine? I mean, obviously Joe Biden has lied on the record about this and about the knowledge of this. We have the photos of him with Devin Archer and so on and so forth. Where would a prosecutor go as it pertains to Joe Biden, given the evidence?
1: Well, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm told um, you know having a nominee account is uh, not legal because that is what um, how people evade tax. Um, So that commingling of finances with Hunter is um, is. You know, ripe right for some sort of investigation there. Um, numerous FARA violations. That's the Foreign Agent Registration Act. Now that that is um, that was put in place to sort of protect America from um, you know foreign infiltration. I mean, it wasn't used very much at all until um, the, the FBI decided to weaponize it against Trump people. So Paul Manafort, who was part of Trump's campaign, went to jail over Farrah violations. So they're serious, they're criminal violations. That New York Times piece I told you that was rehearsing Hunter's um, defences, uh, one of the defences they were saying was, well, maybe Hunter would be able to retroactively register as a foreign agent, and then that those charges would become civil charges, just as he could, um, you know, pay back his income taxes that he hadn't paid and uh, a million dollars apparently he's paid back. Um, He borrowed that money from a kind benefactor. Um, So uh, they're thinking that that will get him off the hook on the tax evasion. I don't think so because you can't just pay taxes back after you start getting investigated. Um, And then I don't know how they were sort of airbrushing away the money laundering. So that's Hunter. Don't know much about Jim, but as far as Joe goes, I don't know. I mean, did he pay tax on on those gifts from Hunter Biden? Um, uh, I guess you'd have to. You know, he he was very careful to when he spoke to the partners and the the business associates and benefactors to always keep everything on what Tony Bobulinski describes as a high level. Um, you know, you don't. Um, you know, you don't you don't specifically mention details, but you don't need that. I mean, Rudy Giuliani has told me that um, using RICO laws, racketeering laws, um, this is how he got the five families. It's not like anyone is saying, oh, you know, that the head capo has told me to go and kill, you know, Johnny Johnny Rotten um, or take this money. Uh, it's just that you can prove over a pattern of events over time that these people are engaged in racketeering. So that may be another, I mean, that's what Rudy Giuliani tells me is another avenue um, uh, of of interest. So um, there's, there's ample opportunity there for uh, investigators to take a look. And of course, we know that Joe Biden, while he's president, he has pardon power for his son Hunter. Um, and he also, uh, for himself, he can't be, um, I guess, arrested or charged, but what happens is that the statute of limitations is paused while someone is president, and then it starts again um, when they step down. So, you know, at the end of his term, he would then be more
0: vulnerable. And just a final point here, you believe he will be impeached for the laptop content?
1: Well, I look I don't know. I mean there are Republicans, they're talking big and so behind the scenes they say that they you know, one count of impeachment would be over the southern border, the, the disaster with migration, the invasion uh, of America by millions of illegal migrants. They're talking about that as a count of impeachment and then um you know, this this influence peddling scheme that's contained in the laptop and Bobolinsky as another. Uh, as another thing. And I, and I, they have been sounding out various people um, about holding those hearings into the laptop. I think they're talking about, you know,
0: early next year. Wow. So final question, Miranda, and thank you so much for your time here. What does it feel like? Just What does it feel like to just never miss?
1: <laughs> well, look, it's nerve wracking. You know, the whole thing's been nerve wracking. We, we, um, you know, this is a bombshell story and it's a lot of responsibility for one newspaper to break a story three weeks before the election that um, should have had such ramifications on the credibility of one of the candidates for president. Um, and then after that, to have big tech censor us, I mean, that was unprecedented and that really was a shock. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like any, when you're reporting anything and it's... Um, you know, you, you just want to be as accurate as you can, and it's nerve-wracking, obviously.
0: Well, your bravery has changed the country, and if it wasn't for the New York Post, then we would not know about this. I am c- confident that this story would have been buried, and I've spoken to many of the people who originally had copies of the laptop, and uh, they were being shut down by by everyone, including outlets that call themselves center-right, and so it was such bravery, and you you truly did peel back the onion layer on and peel back the scales of what truly happens in Washington, D.C. I spent 15 years there, and it, it's truly, mm. sicken- it's sickening. It yeah. is indeed a cancer that has overtaken the city, and the amount of graft and corruption is, it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Third world level corruption, really. Truly, truly. And it, it, the more that Americans understand it, the the, mm. the less of it it will be. And perhaps hopefully, the more people will be punished for it and we can build something better. Thank you so much, Miranda. And again, your reporting on this has been the bravest on earth. I mean, I want to start right now by simply saying, uh, I, I'm going to start a Pulitzer Prize uh, <laughs> uh, can, uh, campaign for you. And, um, you know, i I believe in a just world then you you would be winning the vast majority of the pulitzers this year
1: well i i think it's a little sullied that prize um you know <laughs> uh, russia collusion hoax Pulitzer prizes they haven't asked for them back and i mean they've <laughs> been doing this for many decades they ha- i think the New York Times won a pulitzer for walter Durante uh, writing that the the you know apologist stuff for stalin so um i'm i i'm not holding out for a pulitzer prize and i wouldn't take it if it was
0: given to me well you will get the the Benny based award. Thank you. Uh, that's much more valuable. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. <laughs> we'll put the the <laughs> right bam stamp Benny Based Award. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Benny.